This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Shout out to that guy. The majesty. Oh my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, the world's number one sports and recreation podcast, Cheap Heat, is sort of back on this Friday, December 29th. This is what you call your standard issue bonus holiday program. Going to be really hard to follow up what people are saying last year, last week's episode. Some some are saying episode of the year. Dipperstein and uh, Stack Guy Greg nominated for podcast awards, Marconi's, Emmys, Golden Globes, Oscars. The reviews are in. Uh, we will try our best to live up to that this week. I am coming to you from New York City, your forever 24-7 champion. Uh, the physically large stack guy, Greg, is, uh, appears to be at home in Philadelphia. And 36 to 35, Dipperstein has made it back to Los Angeles. Dip, do you have a, a it looks like you have like a haircut of sorts, like something's going on. Oh, my God. My hair was so long. So I, I, I came back from Florida. And immediately, uh, first thing I did was go get a haircut from the airport. But is it me, or like, did you like kind of t- like take down the sides? Like, you actually have like a kind of like a fade in kind of situation on the sides there. This is what I do. This is this is a you. Know, I mean, you, you see me very often, but not often enough to know that this is the day one haircut look. This is day I, one. I, have you ever seen that SGG? I've never seen that. I'm I'm kind of shocked to hear that this is day one ish. <laughs> Yeah, I this didn't know this was day one ish. I did not know that. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I've never seen it. Yeah, I thought you were just like a trim guy. I didn't think you actually had like you showed much skin there on the side. You're showing skin. I have beautiful uh, side of the head skin. Oh yeah, a lot of people talk. I've, I've heard my a lot te- of my channels. temple skin is beautiful, very <laughs> nice. And, well, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Temple skin. 
Wait, wait, temples. The temples. The temples. Is that like a like a wrist situation or? No, no. The, the t- you know my the temples of my head. Oh, oh, oh. Oof. <laughs> uh, guys, I hope everyone is doing well wherever you're uh, participating in this uh, podcast. Hopefully, most of you are listening while sitting around on vacation and running errands, not doing anything. But to those of you who are stuck on your way to a job, uh, I'm sorry, and we hope that we can give you at least a few minutes of uh, of reprieve. We are we are right now stuck right in the middle of happy holiday time. This is to me, this is the only time of the year, December 26th through December 31st. Oh uh, no, up through December 30th, because on the 31st you start saying happy new year. 26th through the 30th. Prime happy holidays. What are your thoughts? I caught two happy new years yesterday, though. Oh, really? I did. I caught a happy, have a happy and healthy new year yesterday. I, they went oh, sure. above and have, beyond. Have a happy and healthy. Yeah, sure. Sure. They went above and beyond with that one yesterday. Here's my take on it. I don't say happy new year to anyone. Nothing. You never go, start? Nope. I go straight to Christmas. Merry Christmas. But you can't do that. On, you can't. you doing it now on December 29th? Yeah. I'm still I, on Merry Christmas. I haven't <laughs> given up on it. <laughs> I stop Merry Christmas. I, I love on the twenty seventh. I, I stop. You know, yeah, it's over for Merry Christmas. A big part of my, you know, personality is that I'm, you know, Jewish and this and that. So, for me, saying Merry Christmas, it's like a, I love it. it. Puts a big smile on my face <laughs> to say Merry Christmas. By the yeah. way, which people which sort is, of see it as ironic, but not, and it's the kind know, of nice which, coming from me. You know, it's like going. But by the way, which is hilarious because it's entirely shtick. They they would think then as a result, it's funny because Dip is lighting menorahs at home. The man is not lighting a menorah at home. There's no home. Unless your parents are visiting or your aunt invites you over to the house, there's not a, or Howie has, emo, there's not a sniff of a menorah. No, no. <laughs> by the way, I don't even, I don't even have the electronic one anymore. I, I really need an electronic menorah. It's the only way to go. And so, you leave it on day by day and you light the light for that day. It's, it is any, nice. If anyone wants to know what I want for my 37th birthday, it's uh, one of the electronic menorahs. <laughs> by the way, a look, an item that the uh, look has not changed in 40 years. It's the one Yo, you with don't the, mess the, with the classics. It's don't mess the with one the classics, P. It's no. the one with the orange lights. Orange lights. You turn, that's it. Oh, and you turn yeah. the light and it goes on. And oh, there you go. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's one of the biggest falsehoods about the holiday season is the ridiculous false equivalency of Hanukkah and Christmas. That's not to say there aren't households where Hanukkah is a big deal, but in the households of people like Dipperstein and myself, the secular, culturally Jewish crowd, Hanukkah is only relevant when you have small children. The second the children are older, the holiday is dead. It means nothing. Oh, it's I'm going oh. to go one step further than that. Okay. <laughs> I would say we sometimes we don't even know when it is. When oh. is Hanukkah this year? But Everyone, everyone's I asking each other, when is Hanukkah? Oh, it's early <laughs> this year. Doesn't it start? Oh, isn't it, wait, isn't this the first night of Hanukkah? Wait, wait, that was what? last week. When is Hanukkah right. this year? Oh, it's so and, early. And you know, you know what's hilarious about that? That is the ultimate proof that it is such a nonsense. Imagine people going, well, when's Christmas this year? When are we, we doing Christmas? We don't we know. even know when it is. 
It's not it. What kind of real holiday has a rotating date? Oh, well, you know, in 5744 on the, on the Jewish calendar. Uh, what? I mean, there are some things that I would change in a heartbeat. Like the rotation, you got to just set a day. If Christmas every year is December 24th. Now, listen, I suppose it's the same day on the Jewish calendar, whatever that fakakta thing means. But we need an American Hanukkah day. It's December 21st every year. Boom. Done. No, you, Runs you right through days, Christmas. You get the eight days before Christmas. Then this Christmas. Then Kwanzaa gets the seven days after Christmas. Happy New Year. Oh, by the way, Kwanzaa starts the 26th? Starts on the 26th. Again, utterly made up. At least that's I recently mean, all made holidays up. are made up. <laughs> yeah, but no, no you got you to gotta kind of bow to things like Ramadan and Christmas. I mean, you got these things have... Because they're older? Yes. Greg, do, those do are locked in. I don't celebrate celebrate Kwanzaa, but I'm saying saying if we're we're mapping out the holiday calendar, just because Kwanzaa rotates, not Kwanzaa, just because Hanukkah rotates doesn't mean they get to just bump in on Christmas and and Kwanzaa now. Well, well, no, I mean, listen, Hanukkah's jumping ahead of Kwanzaa. Hanukkah at least has been around before 1980. (laughs) Let me tell you something with Hanukkah, okay? Somebody gets up one one time during the year and they say, all right, this is when we're going to start Hanukkah this year. And then they just, and then, and then it's like whisper, it's like whisper down the lane. Somebody tells someone it's December 8th. Okay. It's going to, it's going to be December 8th. And then it's whisper down the lane and it eventually gets the way, to all the Jews. People, Isn't it more people, accurately though, Dip, that somebody wakes up and says, oh wait, this is when we're going to start the new year this year. And then all the, all the other holidays get bumped around. Yeah, I suppose. I, I suppose. So no, no, what it really is, I guess, is that the days are different in the quote unquote Jewish calendar than the calendar we observe. So as a result, it's always off. But I mean, come on, let's just can we just all celebrate Christmas? Let's, sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta give the nod. Sometimes this is the problem with the world. Everyone wants their thing to be as good as the other thing. Sometimes you gotta take the L. And when it comes to winter holidays. I think everyone else has to punt and just give it up to the to the big guy in the red out, red outfit. Listen, it's the gimmick, literally the the number one gimmick of all time in history. Oh no, seriously, he he's got the suit, he's got the songs. You know what day it is? He Bruh. he got the routine. You set out those milk and cookies. He's got he his friends are over. Think about it. When you think about it, the reindeer are essentially the bloodline, right? Like even the reindeer yeah. are open. Rudolph is Jey Uso, essentially, over like Rove. Rudolph, that's how over Santa is, <laughs> is that Rudolph has been over this entire Can, can you name time. another reindeer? Are you about to t- attempt to Yeah, people can name, name them all. Prancer, Dasher, Dan, Prancer, Prancer, Dancer, Blitzen. Dancer, yeah. Bl- Blitzen? Oh, yeah, Blitzen. Who's Blitzen? Who's Bl- he's, 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 he's Prancer's brother. I've never heard of Blitzen. Uh, there's no Blitzen. There's Blitzen. Blitzen is something you order with. The, it's like a cheese thing, you know. It's like wrapped in phyllo dough. <laughs> you mean Blitzes? Yes. <laughs> oh wait, hold on, hold on. It's it's Prancer, Dancer, Dancer. Rudolph, Blitzen. I, I don't think I'm making that up. I think the that's Dancer. a real word. Is Blitzen on the list? I'm looking. Hold Blitzen on. Blitzen is, is on he, the list. Let me tell you, Donner he does not make Blitzen. Blitzen does not make the Mount Rushmore of reindeer. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Uh, I remember him. All right, all right. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, Cupid and Rudolph. And Comet, that's what we forgot. It's Rudolph's Cupid. the guy. Everyone knows he's the guy. 
It's all about Rudolph. Oh yeah, there's no oh, doubt it about it. It is. Rudolph, yeah, no. Rudolph is Rudolph is the Roman Reigns of reindeer. Vixen. No, no, he uh, no, no name for a reindeer, Vixen. No, Rudolph. Rudolph <laughs> remains the main. He's main event Rudolph, and he's the one who people start to believe every once in a while will take out Santa. They're like, you know what? If anyone's going to take out Santa, it's going to be Rudolph. Well, no, Santa's the wise man. Santa's the the fat guy in the suit. He knows everything. It's a really sees good point. Everything. You can't give Paul Heyman. He gets enough credit. He's not getting Santa Claus. Okay. I mean, for God's sake. Speaking of which, a lot of people speculating that Heyman will go into the Hall of Fame this year with it being in Philly. I love it. I feel like that's a safe bet, right? Like, they got to do something ECW related. That's one. That's a speech I could get emotional from. I got to be honest. He He's a first ballot Hall of Famer in every way. I just still can't believe you get emotional, though. He, I do. He, I get emotional. But, but like, what's the what's the emotion he's tapping into? Because Paul Heyman does a lot of great things. I'll tell you. Being Mark, emotional yeah. about him is not one of those things for me. I, 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 I would say, okay. I get very emotional when people get their due after long careers of work and sacrifice. So, you know, at award shows in cer- certain instances, not all instances, which I think are some, you know, you know, they're fun to watch or whatever. But I, I, I think at certain certain award shows and at the Kennedy Center and at the Hall of Fame and like at certain thing. I just watched the Kennedy Center the other night. Which one? The Sandler? No, the Kennedy Center. The Kennedy Center Honors. That was I know, the, not, who, that was who the was comedy this? award. No, no. This is uh, uh, Barry uh, Gibb uh, and Queen Latifah and Dionne Warwick. And, you know, the like, you know, they choose five, six lumen, yes, five the Kennedy Center honors the right, right. They choose luminaries the every year or whatever. Eventually you'll get it. I assume I can't wait. Yeah. Sure, yeah. And um, and I get when people get their due, I get emotional. And Paul Heyman in Philadelphia, his entire life has been devoted to entertaining us with, you know, via wrestling. I will get emotional from that for sure. I yeah, can't you see are. myself getting like shed a tear emotional, but I can see myself getting like wanting to go through a wall, like hype, excited, emotional. I think Paul Heyman taps into that more than anything for people. I, 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 I don't, the only one, I'm trying to think of which one's got me. I mean, Andy Kaufman got me emotional last year. Not I me. thought that was, I thought that was really. I, I thought it was amazing, but not emotional. When these old time guys, man, that who have been, re- I mean, Paul Heyman has been in the wrestling business since he's a kid and he's 55 years old or 60. I don't know how old he is, but he has been, he has devoted his life every year of his life to making wrestling better and more entertaining. Yeah. Oh my, I mean, you really think that's what he's doing? I'm, I'm sorry. You're like forcing me to argue with you. I mean, have you ever met him? Many that's times. Paul, I, I'm yeah, friends with him. That's not, what you, that's not what Paul's doing. He spent his entire life putting, getting himself over. Are you I know, crazy? But, but in service of us, ultimately. Oh, uh, ultimately. Yeah. That, that sure. And if, if they stopped paying and it was just at the service of us, he he'd be there every year. He'd be the first one out there. The, I don't think the, that, it, that you can't say that. You're you, no no. You're doing a disservice to Paul Heyman. You are doing a disservice, Craig. Do you see where I'm going there? He is literally the ultimate businessman. That is what he now. He happens to be a brilliant entertainer. I think he loves wrestling and thinks it's great. Well, he definitely loves it and thinks it's great. That is not even in question. But what I'm just saying is you making it sound like it's been this lifetime charity act for Paul Heyman is I'm not ma- you're taking it to farcical. the extreme. I did not. I didn't say that. Well, of course, he's, it's Philadelphia. It's Paul Heyman. Of course, he's taking it to the extreme. Yeah, well done. Well done. That's not how I feel. But I, I, I think that he's like gets it should get his due. He deserves it. He's Paul Heyman. 
I 100% agree with you. Uh, I, I, no, I just want, like, in a perfect world where it wasn't wrestling, that, that do wouldn't be now to me. He's, he's still too current in this moment. That's not, that's not how I view the Hall of Fame. Now, I'll enjoy it if they I do it. And I agree. It yeah. works because it's Philadelphia and all those things. But if this was like, if we treated this like a competitive sport, Paul's still in his prime. Like, it's just not time. Like, he's killing it. He's going to have, we don't even know what's next for him in the next couple of years. He'll he's going to have. He'll never retire. Ever. You know that. He'll probably. He'll probably, but yeah, but there'll be a time when it'll be more reasonable than now when he's like sort of in one of the main runs of his life. That's why I feel like Ray shouldn't have gotten it last year. He Ray should be in the Hall of Fame. No questions asked. He's a legend. No, you're right. Order. By the yeah, way, he but it, I mean, he's you, like, he's, now, on, he's on Raw every week. He's on SmackDown. They, he's on, no, they, it's they, SmackDown, whatever. It's ridiculous. They announced, they announced last week in the, in the dirt sheets that Ray and Dom both signed five year deals. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you so made this be, argument. He'll be around for a little while. Yeah, I think you made this argument. I don't remember if you made it then, but I feel like you did. Now, with what's happened, Ray absolutely should not have gotten in last year. No. And especially not yet, if, eventually. You, if you weren't even going to use it, I thought what was going to happen was he was going to get inducted and then lose on Sunday and be done. Yeah. Oh, no. He got all the flowers. <laughs> he got all the flowers in LA. <laughs> He got all the, and now he's, and now he's just rolling. And by the way, of course, if you ask me to choose, I would much just rather have him around and do this for as long as he possibly can. No doubt. Yeah, it's great to see. But it right. does kind of, it does kind of taint the Hall of Fame a little bit. Let, let's just, let's be realist. Does it, is it tainted because somebody's active in it? Or is it just like. It shouldn't be that they're fully active still. The dirt sheets are reporting like, that it's you know, like. Triple H is now, quote, in charge of who gets into the Hall of Fame and who doesn't now that Vince is out of the picture. And I think that he has more respect for the like the history of wrestling, maybe at that point than Vince did that, you know, to just to get over a storyline. I think Triple H does like have that emotional core about the Hall of Fame that we do, too. And so I think it'll improve at this point. Although I, I just like now they're talking about I know we love Gail Kim. And I know you're, you know, you're friends with Gail Kim and she's only been very nice to me in any interaction I've had with her. And God bless. She's wrestled during the time that I was really not watching that often. I mean, we're talking about Gail Kim in the Hall of Fame. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> I didn't see you going there with it. She is to me. She is a Hall of Famer, but not because of her WWE run. All right. That's that's. I, I think that's uh, – SGG, you would say that's fair, wouldn't you? I would say that's fair. And, and you know, there are people who are in with no real strong WWE run to speak of at all. So it wouldn't be like she's the first person to, to be in the Hall of Fame that didn't touch WWE in a meaningful way. It is interesting, though, because they they – you know, her run here was not great and didn't – and is not regarded as particularly fair or wonderful. And then her to go to the Hall of Fame would be interesting because what she's really most probably known for in is WWE. what she's done in the is no is what she's oh oh is you were gonna say exiting the the <laughs> ring yeah 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 the most memorable Gail Kim moment was her eliminating herself from a battle royal to, and walking out of the company I mean if we're talking about like you know uh, female wrestlers who are not in I mean how could you I mean it's got they. Now that Triple H is in charge, I don't know if this hurts or helps. It's got to be China. It, How is it, it not China? She's, 
It's crazy. She has to. It doesn't. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. I mean, dude, you could argue. You could argue China could headline a class. Oh, I I think she. I think she could for sure. I mean. I wonder what that. I don't know. Who knows? She what like the defi- deal is she's like part of the defining an era of wrestling. And also, I, I got to say, not just this, defining I, an era, right? Like she completely upended what women's wrestling was in WWE at that time. Because totally. sure, you know, um, Alundra Blaze slash Medusa and Bull Nakano had some like hard hitting matches that were different from the eighties. But after that era ended and women's wrestling disappeared when it came back it was like bra and panties matches and sex appeal and the whole nine and she brought like that powerhouse style to it that actual wrestling feel to it that um that you see in women today come with quite honestly she was just way ahead of her time with it yeah that would be a major one dip i listen i never want to take anyone else's job all right i'm not in the business of calling for other people's jobs but i i gotta tell you i look the the number one gig I should do every year for WWE is host the Hall of Fame. Well, it really is like I mean, what are we doing? I this should be this should be no my fifteenth year. This yeah. should be my fifteenth year hosting the Hall of Fame. It, it ten out of literally, ten, no notes. I mean, it, it literally takes all of my strong suits and packs it together in one thing. It's 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 right there for me. But they don't the do it. Year quite you shouldn't host is the year you go in. But even then, no, I think I should. Okay I, and by the, I think I should induct myself. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think um, who better? I'm, I just I just googled wrestlers not in the Hall of Fame. I mean, this is okay. a really interesting list to go through. If you want to, for two seconds, go through it. If you just Google wrestlers not in WWE Hall of Fame, okay. And I assume the same people will come up. You want me to do it too? Also, yeah, okay. all of you, all of you do it. Okay, not in Hall of Fame. Here we go. China is there. Yeah, she's in as a member of DX, but she should be in solo. She should get that two time. Hall of Fame, Benoit. Okay, okay. Obviously, Benoit is not happening. Luger, I mean, yes, no question. Could headline, in my opinion. Not, not could headline. No. I, I disagree. Come on. Yeah, headline? I don't think he could headline. Oh. He's right on the border of being able to headline. Right on the border. Yeah, I mean, I'd I think. say he comes up short. He absolutely needs to go in. But he should go in. The Rock, obviously, eventually will go. Ivan Koloff, sure. Bam Bam's not in? That's, Bam Bam's crazy to me. Bam Bam's a must. Vader's a must. Vader's Sid, in. Oh, Vader's, Vader's in. in. Why is Vader on this list? That's oh, right. Vader's in. Probably a couple years. Couple uh, years Brian, you can't trust everything you read on the internet. Brian Pillman? Sure. Earthquake? Sure. Yeah. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame of Jay? Uh, Hall of Fame of Jay's. Um, Hall of Fame oh, of Jay's. You know, it's a good, you know, it's a good one. And again, not because of his careers in ring in WWE, but overall, Finley should absolutely be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, no, for sure. For sure. Think about just what he's done at NXT, dude. That alone is is Hall of Fame. I'll give you a Finley. I'll give you a Finley. I'll give it to you. He's the guy. Yeah, he's the main dude, but behind women's wrestling these days, he's he's pretty mage. Uh, Goldust. Obviously, that has to. I mean, he's yes. Well, I mean, ha- when, ha- when Haku is not I- in. No, that's think- crazy. Haku should definitely be in. Wow, Haku should be in. They should tell the biting, the biting of the ear story, or the the biting of the nose story. Yeah, of course. You should um, bite somebody's nose for not being in. Right I mean, now. Demo- demolition. The whole wrestling world is calling for, but they're on. Ba- I guess they're on bad terms. 
Really? That's so weird. Yeah, I guess they were like part this of that is lawsuit. A fun one. This yeah. is a fun one listed here, considering they love to do factions, even though I think the faction thing kind of is kind of stupid at times. It's, since they do it, Nation of Domination would be Mage. I don't have that. Oh, yeah. I'm looking mind. at a different list, I guess. But yeah, that that that, should, that would be fun. Uh, Rick Martel. I Hi, love Jace. Rick Martel. I'm not even going to lie to you. Hi, Jace. I would say. I think he's in. I think he's in. The, the model stuff. They're going to run the out of people at some match. point. Uh, Bundy's not in? Bundy needs to go in. That's I crazy. I he was in. I feel like he's in. No. I don't remember him ever being in. Uh, uh, you know how I love, and he was very mage beyond WWE time, and you and we and you know, uh, Butch Reed. Oh yeah, yeah, Butch Reed. All these guys, these guys, these are like legends to me. Like not these schmick, some of these schmickeggies they put in. Yeah, I don't know. I, I will say it's one thing I really don't. It's one thing I think they really miss on. And if Triple H is in charge this year, I hope he changes it. This need to put someone in from like the last 10 years to me is not, I know why they're doing it. It's not needed. Like okay. I know what they're trying to do, but it ends up always feeling kind of silly. It I, never feels legitimate. It should just, the, the Hall of Fame is one night where you don't have to be current. Like you're not, right. and if you want to be current, right. you use current talent to do things on the show. But it's not about honoring we people. We want to hear old stories. Ago. We want to hear old time stories and then thanking well, the, the people thing, that though, trained right? them. Like, if you go too far in the past, there's, there's nobody to show up and tell the story. So they're kind of in a in a bit of a pickle right there, right? Like the old the living old timers to tell stories that are fun that aren't in the Hall of Fame is is slim pickings. Let's be real. It's just not that many. So he's sort of stuck with a certain time period of people that can show up that people will recognize. I guess. And that have stories that... Uh, sorry, Slick is in, right? No. Oh. I mean, that's... Slick is crazy. Crazy. That is, that is must-have. Must-do. Right, okay. okay, we're talking about women that are still not in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. I know she doesn't like to be in the spotlight anymore, and she's not interested in the wrestling business. Sable is not in. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, Sable's... Pretty, and, that's, and that hits that current... Checks that current box that they if, like to check. If they brought Sable out... It would be Mage. Everyone would. Everyone loves Sable. By the way, and Sable you think being she's waiting inducted. to go in with Brock, or is just no, she's just not no. Let Brock that. induct her. Let Brock induct his wife. Brock inducting Sable would be super Mage. And SGG, It'd her going big. in with Brock makes no sense. Their their wrestling careers don't mirror each other at all. They're not even the same era, right? So I just think him inducting her on a personal level that would be awesome. Everyone would, be so would cool. love that, dude. If you had Brock get out there and talk about how amazing his wife was and how much she impacted the sport of wrestling, that would be a moment. That'd be a moment. Yeah, and that would that would really check their box for like you know pretty recent. And um, you, you got Sid Vicious. You got Sid still not in. Yeah, Sid's mate. You know it'd be fun this year. Not going to happen. I know. I mean, I know he's not from there, but because of the ECW thing, it won't happen because of AEW. But Taz would be pretty mage too. Yeah, Taz needs to go in. 1,000%. If RVD's in, Taz needs to go in. I'll, I'll say this right now. Taz needs to come back for one last run on commentary. I'd like to see Taz in the ring. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. I sort of disagree. Though. I feel like the commentary team across the three brands is so strong right now. I would like to see Taz back, but I don't think he's needed on commentary. For, forgive me. Is JBL in? Yes. 
Yeah. Okay. Right. A few years ago, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, but SGG, this is these are not the forever commentary teams. These are I have news for you. They're gonna change again. No, I, I I'm sure. I'm sure. But I wouldn't like I mean, who's he gonna like how I don't even switch that around? Who I don't I, even know well, where he was. I'm, I'm certainly not going to get into the business of breaking down who I think should be removed for Taz, but I will say he's gotten better to me. Taz has become the best version of his commentary self in AEW. This is the best I've ever heard him on commentary. So I would love to see him when he, when he did his first run in WWE, even though he was naturally really gifted at it, he was cheesy. He was kind of making it up. Like he was creating a character, right? Um, he was kind of doing his own version of what Lawler was like, even though it was different. Then he went to TNA, developed more. Now in AEW, he's like really, to me, found his pocket. I'd love to hear what he sounds like now. I just, and he has a different level of credibility. His first run in WWE, he was great, but he'd been a wrestler five minutes earlier. Now he's like a, a seasoned veteran. I, I, I think, and then he should go to the Hall of Fame. Even if it's not like regular, I don't, I don't know what he could be. He could also be a manager still. Maybe one day Hook ends up in WWE. If he puts on 150, 200 pounds, he could come to WWE and, and Taz can manage him. Can I, let me change the subject, if you don't mind, about, about the obvious fantasy booking of the century. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. They announced Rocky as in the Hall of Fame. Rocky the dog? Yes. 
Okay. He's, he's the surefire Hall of Famer. Thank he gets you. up there and coughs. He coughs for 10 minutes and people go, that was great. They cry. I've never um, heard coughing like this. They, they announced The Rock as the Hall of Famer or the, the headlining. He comes in at number 30. He throws out Cody Wodes or CM Punk. He calls out Roman Reigns. He headlines Mania and goes into the Hall of Fame. And it's like the Rock year. It'll be, uh, it'll be, I mean, I mean what are your teas? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know why this can't get done. I, I don't. I don't think any of us know. I think the whatever's going on with all the he rock, does is talk about wrestling. I want to do that. I love wrestling. Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. I, I he posts about wrestling. He goes to wrestling. It's crazy. He loves he, wrestling. He, he thinks it's great. He, he does. He thinks it's great. First of all, there's only one name that would make sense. You guys know as well as I do. There's only one name that makes sense to induct the rock if he goes in. And that name, of course, is Pat McAfee. No, um, and I say that just because they would they would find a way. They'd be like, we get McAfee, we get Austin, we get Bad Bunny, we get Logan Paul. They all lift the rock up over their head. No, <laughs> I, I, one thing no one knows with all the speculating that happens in the wrestling business about everything, one thing nobody knows is what's really going on with this rock thing. I have not heard anyone give real information yeah. as to what the hell is going on. Like, yeah, why is he, he not said, doing something? Even when he said, like, the story has to be right and da 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 I'm just like, if there's any group of people that can go all hands on deck and make the story right for The Rock, it's WWE creative. Especially when he said they had a year to play with and this and that. Like, that just didn't feel... Oh, no, no. no I'll tell you, I'll, I'll say my prediction right now, and I say this with all due respect. That, that story was nonsense. Yeah, that it was didn't feel that right was to me. It didn't feel that right was the work of the cinch. The, I that whole dip. Did you believe that whole thing he told McAfee? The we were working on it. We sat there. We shook hands, but then we just didn't have a story. And time passed. And no, I, I don't I believe don't it. I don't believe no. it. There's something. Let me tell you something. There's something going on. I don't know I, what's going on, but there's something going on. I do believe he had make, uh, tequila with Vincent and Nick Khan at some point. I'm sure. I oh, believe that went down. Well, he's we know he's close with Vince. We know he's close with Nick Khan. But then when he said, like, oh, we were locked, and he he literally did like this in the video. We were locked. Yeah, like, how? If it was locked, why didn't I see anything on screen? Because I know what locked means. That means that you're doing it, that it's solid, like, it's ready to go. And if it didn't happen, then it wasn't locked. Like, you yeah, telling me it was locked. I find I found that story to always be just very odd. And I, I really would love to know what is at the core of this. Because Dip's right. Again, now would be the time. The time was last year. The time was the year before that. Every year, I'll probably think it's slightly less the time, but still, it's time. Like, well, I don't, I don't get it. He wants to. I, I have to imagine he wants to have one last match. I have to. Unless, is there a chance his body just? Is there a chance his body can't do it and he doesn't want to admit it? I, I don't know anything about wrestling. Okay, but but I don't know. I'm not an. I'm not. <clears throat> I'm not a wrestler. Okay, and we always talk about how we don't know what it's like. Of course, that's the case. We don't know what it's like to bump. But like, I know he could take a few punches and kicks and do a few things in the side. Like he he could do one rock bottom and one people's elbow. There's no question. He could. Eat well, a spear. I, mean, listen, I know he got that in him too. He could eat a if spear. Stone, if Stone Cold could do what he did with Kevin Owens, there's no which world was a phenomenal in which rock. match. By the way, like I watched it back. Just even take away the fact that Stone Cold had been gone so long and all that. Like he he took bumps that he <laughs> I didn't think he was going to take at all. 
I thought it was going to be like Dip said, some punches, some kicks. He plays the hits, but like he was on the ramp, back body drops on the concrete. Like he gave, no, he, he gave if, it up. If he did that, there's no way in the world The Rock cannot have a 10 minute match. There's just no way. So I, yeah, I really. I'm sure. I don't understand. Now, one thing uh, on this holiday rambling episode of Cheap Heat that I did want to make sure I mentioned was the uh, the house show at the Garden. I got to go, guys. It, you got to go? Dip, are you going to the forum? Yes, I am. When is that? Tomorrow? Uh, yes. I'm going to tell you why I'm going. Time. Do you know go why ahead. I'm going? I think you know. To see, to see Cody Woods? Well, definitely to see Cody Woods, but even more so than that. I love wrestling and I think it's great. All right, guys. I'll talk to you <laughs> later. Stay man. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what you're not going to see is you're not going to see uh, Omos and MVP. Sadly, they're not on the the forum show. Really? Oh, that's right. Yeah, um, nice. Hey, stay mage. Okay, but, thanks. Stay mage. Enjoy yourself. Um, yeah, he's not going to dips. Not going to see MVP and Omos. They're not on the LA show for some reason. But what a fun house show at MSG it was, as per usual. Oh, and dips going to miss a really great story of me taking my uh, my wife's nephew backstage for a second and him being completely overwhelmed. And I, I said, he did not understand. If you're wondering, four years old is too young to want to start. He did not, he, he did not understand. And SGG was a really important moment for me. It showed me that you don't need to do dumb things like that with little, little kids. Like people do that with little kids and they act like it's for the kids. It's really for them to start. It's not right, it's for them living for, through the kids. I said, and Dip is still here. So he's hearing this. He, he couldn't leave such a story. I said to Aiden, I go, do you know who that is? And he goes, it's Sammy Zayn. I go, yeah, that's Sammy Zayn. And he literally just sheepishly goes, I like him as an action figure. And I said, <laughs> take him, take him back yeah, to his seat. You know what? He doesn't need, he doesn't need I respect it. it. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. The idea of them as real people, it, they don't care. They only care about the show. What do they care about? Yeah. Only adults have this ethos of like, I'll enjoy the show even more if I meet the people. Little kids don't get that. There's right. no and tell them how much it means to me. And, and right. I got to make them. it all about me. And yeah. how does it? No, he said, I like him as an action figure. I want to go back to Saba. And we said, all right, let's take you back to Saba, which is grandpa. We took him back and he sat in the crowd and he screamed and cheered. And it was great. But I thought that was very, very funny. Um, if mean, you're wondering, listen, when he gets older, he's going to realize he he enjoyed the show all wrong. He had, the backstage action is weird. Yeah, right? <laughs> for, yeah. for sure. Who, who wants to but, sit in the uh, crowd? Right who now, wants to sit in the crowd? Moments. Who who wants to sit in the crowd and take in the show when you can just stand backstage as an adult and gawk at other people who who you don't know? <laughs> exactly. Who, why doing nothing? Who cares about? The- yeah, why would you want to see them do what makes them famous when you can simply be near them and watch them just stand, you know? Just stand yeah, and talk right. to other people. You, you can you can watch them not do what makes them famous, but just exist and be famous. Wow. Backstage. What a treat. What a treat that is. <laughs> you you be so, and it's amazing. There are hundreds of people who do it at every show. Um but uh Cody Rhodes is over in case you're wondering. Um he had a lovely bull rope match with uh Shinsuke which was a lot of fun. Uh CM Punk, I got to tell you guys, uh CM Punk wrestled himself a match against Dominic Mysterio. It was quite good. Um, he was the best I've seen him look in a match. You know, it was, 
It was either incredible kudos to Dominic Mysterio or an indictment of kind of the way AEW is produced. But I thought Punk looked much better in this match than he's looked in a while. Punk looked better in that match than I'd seen him look in AEW. Um, <laughs> I obviously didn't watch the full match, so I'm not going to comment on how he looked as compared to AEW. But um, I heard he did get some You Still Got It chance, and I did see a, like a clip of the, the closing sequence. Um, there was a six one nine reversal into a sharpshooter that I saw too, and I was like, "Hold on, this he he's he's doing pretty good out there right now." And then, I, and then I think the finish finish was a caught six one nine into a GTS. No, the the finish finish was Dominic went for something. CM Punk reversed it. I think Dominic went for a suplex. CM Punk went over him, reversed it, and then pulled him up from a reverse DDT position. Into the GTS. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Like flipped him over into it. Yeah. And again, I, I'm going to go ahead and just give Dominic credit because Dom's the best, and and you know I think he's a pro and he's easy to work with. And I'm not listen. I'm not trying to take a dump on all of uh, Punk's matches in AEW, right? Like I'm sure I'm forgetting some that looked better, and I'm just thinking of some ones where I thought he looked a little slow. But he he did look real. He looked good. He looked good. Listen, he did he. CM Punk is. 45 years old, and he already isn't the greatest athlete who's ever set foot in a ring, right? He never did things that blew your mind. That's not his thing. But he was very capable of being CM Punk. That was for sure. And uh, the crowd loved it. Um, How about this, SUG? That house show was the most, it was the biggest gate of a non-televised show in WWE history in North America. They made more money that night than any non-televised North American show ever. That's crazy. Now, and they obviously, obviously all of those things are... It. CM Punk all of those things are obviously televised, man. I saw some social clips and just like the, the, the Tiffany's ticket that they presented him at the back with like... Some of that stuff should have made TV. And I'm sure we're going to get it in a Welcome Home CM Punk documentary. But it's just like throw some of those matches on on a network special, man. Well, you remember when they did the MSG show televised a few years ago? Yeah, they did that. They did that once several years ago. It, it could have been a good one, but I'll tell you what, man, it felt special the way it was. It, it felt old school, man. It's just one of the things. Like a lot of people loosely throw around MSG being special. Like everyone sort of says that. With WWE, it really is special. Like, they really do treat it like it's special. Like, it hits different in there. Like, it made sense that it was just for the MSG crowd that they got to see Punk's first match back. And then I think, and then I think the only other one he's doing is LA. And that's the one that Dip's going to, right? And then I think the rest of them haven't been announced yet. Yeah, I think, I think, well, they did, they were in Boston. Then I think they went to Toronto and then Montreal. So they've been hitting a lot of big venues. Like the the crazy thing about the holiday tour is they hit like one monster venue after another. It's all big markets. Like that's all they do. But and yeah, you know too? I Punk think, is just in for New York and LA. I think the night that they were in New York, they also had something in Baltimore too. I think they like they had SmackDown roster down in Baltimore. I gotta tell you, that's a tough night for the Baltimore show. Cause New York had <laughs> New York had Judgment Day, Seth, Cody, 
Punk, Shinsuke, Drew, Kofi. Uh, they had Ludwig Kaiser, so maybe Gunther was down. Oh, no, Gunther had a baby. He's probably been off. Shouts to Gunther, uh, who, who just uh, brought a child into the world. Anyways, guys, we've enjoyed just having a little catch up here in the middle of the holidays. We hope you did as well. To give you a little something up, Rocky has showed up to cough his way into the Hall of Fame. You can send us your emails, rosenbergbeats at gmail.com or talk to us on the Discord. And of course, next week, Tuesday, January 2nd, we're, we're back at it. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be Life after, comes at you quick. a great week because, you know, it's going to be in the middle of the WWE's New Year's week. World's End is this weekend. So it'll be right after day one, um, day two. We're going to be able to recap World's End, recap Day One, preview New Year's Revolution, um, New Year's Evil with NXT, all of it. All right. So you guys heard it here first. Uh, SUG has volunteered. By the time we get on the air on Tuesday, he will break down everything about World's End and Day One. Um, so you got no New Year's plans. You, you're just staying home and taking things in, aren't you? Well, no, no, I volunteered Dip for World's End, but as you heard last week, me and Dip make a great tag team, so he's going to cover the World's End. I'm going to cover day one. We're going to be right back at you next week for the next episode of GP. No, no, that's, not, that's not how I heard that at all. Um, no, actually, I do. I do want <laughs> that's not how I said it at all, but if we... <laughs> no, not at all how you said it. If Saturday, I got to dig so myself out of the hole, I'll bring it Dip with me. There's a Hot 97 concert tomorrow as well. Oh, a lot of wrestling to watch before we do that. Also next week on the show, I have to give you guys my full Rio review and talk to Troy about that. Not to mention Troy wants to talk about frogs, of course, and mm, his scorching yeah. hot take about takeout food. Troy, save that for mm. Tuesday. Okay. Thank you. And uh, thanks for the happy birthday wish. Really appreciate it. Wait, when was your birthday? It's coming up. Sunday. It's New Year's Eve. So wait, so why would you, why would you, we're required to do the birthday wish now, not Tuesday? Yeah. Before you want to be first rather than last, you know, well, that's a good point. You know what, Troy, yes, yeah, happy point. birthday. Thank well, you. I appreciate you want to it. Double Looking up. forward to the 28th year. Now. Your 28th year. And for that, I'm going to buy you 28 frogs. It's going to be an amazing wow. birthday for you. Yeah. Yeah. Buckle up. Get yourself a, a cage or a, a glass thingy, you know, where well, you yeah. keep your frogs. Well, listen, we know Troy okay. takes frog, frog hats, frog stuffed animals, crystals in the shape of a mm -hmm, frog, mm -hmm. frog stickers. So it doesn't have to be 28 loud frogs. Happy, how, about, happy birthday, Troy. how about SGG just gives you a frog splash for your 28th birthday? That could be something. Yeah, at the weight I am these days, it'll be a bullfrog splash, but he said he doesn't care about the, the particular type of frog. All right, everybody. Happy birthday, Troy the Goy. Happy New Year and happy holidays, everyone. We'll be back on Tuesday. Stay mage and enjoy yourselves. Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce... Shout out to that guy, Greg. Red Hart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. M-m-m-m-mage.